and welcome back to Tea Time. I'm one of your hosts, Elizabeth Urban. I'm the other host, Sandra Sparza. And today we're going to be talking about our favorite black artists and creators in honor of Black History Month. Yes. Black History Month is all month, obviously February, um, and it's very important to acknowledge these artists and these companies, these businesses, because black lives matter. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And it should, no matter what, we should still be talking about it. Yeah, whether it's Black History Month or not, in my opinion. Of course. A lot of the, I feel like a lot of the entertainment industry is, like, really bases off of the work of black creators. And a lot of white people end up taking credit for it or are inspired by it. And their songs go big without giving, without giving credit where credit is due, you know? Yes. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. Um, when I, when we were, I was researching some ideas to talk about, like, my favorite black artists and stuff, I... I had to go back to like probably the first black artist that I've ever listened to. It was Tupac. I mm-hmm. and it's honestly kind of sad to me that knowing that his lyrics from the '90s still apply to times of today, like about shootings and stuff like that. Like all the stuff that he was rapping about in the '90s is still relevant to today, which is really blows my mind, honestly. Oh yeah, it's like again, it's like I feel like a lot of especially with stereotypes, the black artists have been really affected by it. But when you really listen to the words that they're talking about, they bring up so much real-life influence, so much political influence that, like, and people just write it off as, oh, they're involved in crime. Oh, they they do drugs. But it's it's so much more than that. It highlights so much um, difficulties that they face and that their community faces and that a lot of um, outsiders just tend to sweep under the rug and say, oh, it's normal yeah. and stereotype it. For sure. For, like, an example of that, um, like, Kendrick Lamar, he raps a lot mm-hmm. about stuff like that. And he had a song with Beyonce, Beyonce's Queen, um, mm-hmm. called Freedom. And it talks about I love how, that song. yeah, she, per- song. she performed it at the Super Bowl before. Like, Beyonce said that she said that she had very little publicity about any of her new music until and then she st- this song came out. And she f- felt immediate support, like, from the movement and fighting against police brutality. And the whole point of the song was to mark from what happened when who passed away it was Alton Sterling and Philando Castile. Like they're still mm-hmm. talking about how they need to stand up and demand people stop killing us. When she says us, she means black people because it's a thing. Like that's clearly known everywhere. That has been mm-hmm. an issue. Yeah, I mean, like what I the song that I think about when it most comes to mind about this kind of symbolism symbolism that people have put in their work. Um, is Childish Gambino's hit. Oh, my God. Why am I this blanking on This is America. Yeah, exactly. That song, the music video. The music video. The, and it's, it's such incredible levels of creativity and poetry that he works into Very this. artistic, Exactly. Too. It's very artistic, and it's very real. Oh, There's yeah. There's so many people that can relate to that kind of content. And it's, it's making a political statement without making it outright political that these artists do such a good job at. Yeah, and when you listen to these songs, you know that they're they're prevalent and they're talking about real life stuff and like I said they're catchy too like oh yeah it's stuff, good that, it's stuff that like sticks with me like that I think about a lot too just like when I was go- going back to talking about like Tupac and how he talks about violence and stuff like that just like the song by the Black Eyed Peas Black, Black Eyed Peas Where's the Love like that song was from what 2004 or 2008 Something one of those like two that. and they made a remake last year that basically had all the same lyrics except for a few things because mm-hmm. of how relevant it is which is crazy and i think that black artists do a very good job about expressing these dark messed up things in their music because that's how they know they'll reach communities and people 
Oh, yeah. Well, that's another, like, we look back at, like, 90s music, which, like, 90s rap is so, like, so built on black creators. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those people are still relevant. Those people have changed the lives of thousands, if not millions, of Americans and people around the world, probably, too, who can also relate to the kind of messages they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I just love the way black creators are just so undeniably themselves Mm -hmm. like Beyonce is I could just talk about Beyonce forever (laughs) like her music is amazing she's very talented and she earned it all on her own and just to see how she worked so hard and come come came from not the best environment not the best community and like a lot of these rappers and a lot of these artists don't come from the best communities and that's where their their crazy talented lyrics come from Mm-hmm. Which I find so interesting. Yeah. Um, another example like that I read into a lot is like Lauren Hill. You know who Lauren Hill is? Mm-hmm. That thing, that thing. That one. Okay. Copyrighted. She she writes a lot of her music about like the black environment and like their feelings on stuff that occurs. Um, mm-hmm. And like the song "Black Rage" that Lauren Hill wrote, it came out. She's performed it live since 2012. I think it came out in, like, 2011. The whole point of the song was to talk about the Michael Brown shooting. And she wants to talk about how it's a powerful, strong, about the strife of the American community, African-American community. And she, she said that it's just, like, for example, she said, like, an old sketch of black rage done in my living room. Strange the course of things. So, like, basically she's saying that, like, I can sit in my room and write stuff that I feel like has experienced, that I've experienced either firsthand or secondhand seeing it like the Michael Brown shooting. Mm -hmm. And it's honestly really sad to know that there's so many songs about people who've been killed unjustly. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is a very good thing that like the black community does. And and the way they memorialize people in their songs is just so creative and so like deserving like Mm -hmm. they choose like it's not like they're just memorializing anybody they choose these people who have been unjustly killed or unjustly incarcerated and they tell their stories they Mm -hmm. don't just say r.i.p like they like they tell their stories they go into detail and they say this shouldn't happen or this shouldn't have happened yeah i totally agree with you and i just feel that a lot of people feel i feel like there's a big stereotype about people in the african-american community rapping on from like a conservative perspective or a different mm-hmm. perspective because they just assume oh there's shootings all the time all they're doing is there's shootings that happen all the time to these to this community like why is there another rap song about it and honestly that angers me because i feel like the only way to get your word across is music and like social media even not social media like these black creators make these songs that like we've said are so catchy we know every single word to but they talk about real life stuff that's occurring around us every day you know it's just Everybody has their own different creative outlet, whether it's rapping or singing or painting or poetry or if it's just writing on social media, you know? Everyone has their own creative outlet, but the way that these black creators have taken their creativity and used it for good, mm-hmm. used it to open people's minds, it like, I really can't praise it enough. No, oh, yeah, for sure. And I just, I like I said, Tupac was like the first time I was ever introduced to rap. And mm-hmm. honestly, my mom was probably mad at me for listening to Tupac when I was little, but like <laughs> I was vibing to it. Uh, but I felt that honestly, listening to his music kind of educated me more about the black community and oh, more absolutely. about these things that happen. Mm-hmm. And I feel without 
listening to these songs or hearing these things, I probably wouldn't be as educated or even, for lack of better words, rather than be more educated because of the music, I'm actually pushing myself to educate myself more on the black community and what things that are occurring from the stuff that I hear, Mm -hmm. from social media, from musicians tweeting about things, from musicians posting about things. And it just makes me want to educate myself more when I see things like the police brutality that's occurring and the crime against black people, which is still happening every single day. Very relevant. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so, I think from, from an outside perspective, it's so easy to brush it off and say, they're making this up. This is just for attention. This is just for views, for clicks. Or like this stuff happens every day. Why are we posting about exactly. it? Like, which a lot of people think that because a lot of people think that there's, there's all this crime and it's mainly black on black crime. Like, especially in the city of Chicago, I've read about that. But like what people don't realize is like, there's so much more and that we need to focus on and like be more as a whole understanding yeah it's just instead of viewing it as it's a them problem like we need to think about it from like a humanitarian perspective and be like people are in danger people are in need we need to help them yeah you know and looking at it and be like why is there so much crime in these areas and then you look at the resources that these people have and the struggles that they face that other groups of people in different areas don't have to face yeah and people don't understand that and honestly i can't i can't even say that i understand it because i never lived in that i never lived in a Mm -hmm. situation where my community wasn't good and i didn't have good schools um for example my my boyfriend's mom is a cps teacher and just being a teacher in general right now is very hard but like being a chicago public school teacher is even harder because there isn't these resources for students it doesn't the students aren't wanting it because they don't have the resources on it. Like, the Chicago Police Department is getting more money than the Chicago Public Schools. And it will never make sense to me. A topic I could go off on for hours. Yes. <laughs> well, we'll save it for 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 the joy of black creators yes. right now and the good that they're doing for the communities. Yeah. For, like, even if you look, like, these, obviously we've touched on how a lot of these creators have started out from a rough place. And mm-hmm. they use that struggle and their, that difficulty that they face to inspire what they write about to build a name for themselves you see once these creators get big they give back to the community because they know how much it's going to make a difference because since they can look from them and be like if i had had this when i was younger i would have been in a better place so much sooner yeah. you know like a lot of these these creators these artists they do a lot of humanitarian work they do a lot of donations they they really try to not just like talk the talk but also you know walk the walk they, yeah they, they make the effort to go out of their way to improve things definitely i agree with that for sure and also looking into perspective is they write these songs about these crimes or just things that have happened in their life or just the black community's life and they use it to make to make a positive difference mm-hmm. like they use these things to explain the how these things are and how they're affecting the world like when we talked about the song from earlier, This Is America, that song is crazy to think that literally this is America. And mm-hmm. these are things that are happening. And I think that it's that out of all artists, I feel that black artists do the best job in communicating real life stuff that we have to that we have to face. You know, Absolutely. Like, they, they get the ball rolling for a lot of this, which isn't necessarily that I would think is something they have to do. Oh, yeah. But it's it's so helpful to everybody else which i i want to go into like tiktok a little bit mm-hmm. and the way that a lot of again a lot of black creators make these trends on tiktok but what they've started doing is also stressing the importance of credibility 
and of giving credit where credit is due. Mm -hmm. A lot of, I'm not on dancing TikTok personally, but I remember obviously the famous Renegade Dance Uh was created by a black girl. I do remember this. Nobody gave her credit. And in the end, a white girl, Charlie D'Amelio, blew up. And whether, that's not personally her fault, of course, but... But like you said, credit... Give credit where credit is due, mm-hmm. you know? She didn't come up with the dance credit, so... Yeah, and, and it's just... a lot of black... TikTok has done a good job at holding other people accountable and be like, you didn't come up with this idea. Yeah, you need to give too. a reference to where you got this idea. And with TikTok right now, with creators in general, it's a way to build your following and build your, like, your social media life. Mm-hmm. And for someone who created a dance like that, like, she could have trademarked that. Like, that girl could have made money probably. And, like... As soon as a, a white creator blew up, it's like she didn't even matter. And exactly. these things still occur, like, every day. That's why it's just like I get – I see that and I get frustrated and it's like you got to give credit where credit is due, especially mm-hmm. because, like, nobody – I'm not – like, nobody wants to live in a world that's not diverse and we don't see things like that. Like, we are so diverse in our world and wanting to see these perspectives from everybody, sh- that's what we should be doing, like – Everybody needs to be more Mm open-minded. And also, everybody needs to listen to rap music and understand some of the stuff that they're talking about. Yeah, I think it's really, again, it's really easy to just other it and be like, oh, from what I've heard about it, I don't think I would like it. It's like, no, give it a chance. You can't. Even if you're going to listen to, like, three songs, you know, that's better than nothing. It's like trying food that you don't want to try because you think is bad, and then you end up trying, and you're like, wait, maybe this is good. Exactly. It's like another thing with that is how representation is so important. Um, Like we mentioned, Beyonce has obviously been a huge um, influence on everybody in the world. Um, I will talk about her Super Bowl performance from a couple years ago. All black dancers. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. She has has been so vocal about the fact that it's so much more difficult for black dancers to get hired than white dancers. And just... So, and then instead of just vocalizing that, she takes it and she's like, I'm going to make sure these girls get a job. Yeah. And she, and that's so important and it's an inspiration to, to people everywhere. And especially like Beyonce being a black female, like it empowers like the, the young black girls who need this empowerment. Like, yes, everybody needs empowerment, especially at a young age, but more than ever, African-American girls need someone like Beyonce that's like, okay, I can still proceed to do what I want to do in my life because I know there's opportunity. Like a lot of people can think like, I can't be a dancer because they'll just hire a white person if you're black. Mm-hmm. And, but those are the times that we're living in. But seeing creators like Beyonce, creators like Kendrick Lamar, like bringing up black people and bringing up the African American community, it makes it so much more accepting and better. Mm-hmm. I, like, like you don't really... I'm, obviously, I'm white. I've, I've I've seen myself in media for a long time, but I can, like, I know from friends' experiences that's that's obviously not how they grew up. They didn't see Asian actors on screen. They didn't see black people in politics. They didn't see Hispanic people holding any type of authority. So for us to be more and more and more inclusive, it's only going to help everybody. Oh yeah. Like, um, obviously, Michelle Obama is not quite on the same wavelength we're talking about as creators she's an author so like kind of a creator but i just remember people not necessarily my age group but i remember younger generations being like seeing a black person in office particularly having a black woman doing so much work for education um people are able to look up to her and be like i can do stuff like that i can reach that kind of level yeah 
Like it's so inf- like Kamala Harris, it's so influential. Mm-hmm. Seeing, now Kamala Harris a, is a vice yeah, president, vice president, mm-hmm. female African American woman, and it's just like so cool. It's like little kids look up to this. Like young kids need to look up to stuff like this. And mm-hmm. black creators are seriously probably the best thing I've ever seen. I've ever been around, and just because they're just so creative and the way that they say things and do things, and I just really. Everyone needs to be open to it. Like honestly, what is America without diversity? Absolutely. Like honestly, I would never I would hate to live in a community where I've only talked to people who look like me. Right. Like I will never be able to understand different types of communities. Like I'm Mexican and I've seen so many different sides of that. But then I have like African American friends, I have friends of all other races and I love it, the diversity. Like it just makes me more educated to learn. It makes me want to be more educated about the people around me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, one more person I do want to talk about in terms of representation is Lil Nas X, who is a gay black rapper. He has done so much work and so been so inspiring to so many LGBT, not only LGBTQ plus youth, mm-hmm. but LGBTQ plus youth of color, mm-hmm. which is, Definitely. again, something that you don't see a lot of representation. Like, I'm from growing up, the only person that I think I've ever seen before I got to, like, high school only like gay person i ever saw was ellen you know yeah who is a white woman exactly and, it's just and he didn't even like it when he started his music he never even came out as gay at first oh, he no. started his music and then all of a sudden came out gay and it was like wait this is awesome like yeah. good for you and that he actually got a lot of criticism at first being because he was at the height of his career mm-hmm. this was when um old town road was huge yes and he came out and he got a lot of criticism from people saying that this is going to ruin his career, that he should have just waited until his, he died down and, like, rode out the high a little bit longer. But he said, no, it's really important for me to do this now. To so be that- who he wants to be. It's, imp- it's exactly. It probably makes his music even better that he's completely f- undeniably so himself can, in front of people. He can live his truth and also be, like, LGBTQ+, black men, black women, black trans women can reach this kind of high that I have gotten. Yeah. It is possible and it is... It's so rewarding. Oh, definitely. For everybody. Just, just yeah, you're right. That's a great example. Lil Nas X is definitely has big influential power over people now, and he has a lot of following, and he, he talks, he says stuff that's, like, really weird and random, but then he'll be, say some real stuff that it's like, okay, like, I'm listening. Like, I'm mm-hmm. all ears. And it's really, like I said, it doesn't just help the African-American community. It helps the the everybody around him and like the lgbtq community like all things like that yeah because once you listen to something that you're like i like this and then you learn something about someone that maybe you hadn't agreed with before you're like you have this confliction in your mind being like i didn't support lgbtq but i like this song so maybe they're not all that bad and even if that's where you want to start it's a start Mm -hmm, you know and definitely they can choose how they go on how they want to go on down that road but as long as someone gets the ball rolling with that conversation in a positive manner, that's already done so yeah, much work. Definitely. All about diversity. All about inclusiveness. Mm-hmm. Just we're all in this big community and we're all facing this crazy world on our own. But, like, we're all together in this. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that is going to be our episode of Tea Time here. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth Urban, one of the news editors at The Vedette. I am Sandra Sparza, news and features reporter here at The Vedette. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.